Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, begin to taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other you motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. Trey Frazier, I got my brother Maestro Styles here with me today. Yes, sir. Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. A special shout out to all of our listeners, all of our watchers that are looking at us right now. We're on Twitter Live, Facebook Live, and YouTube Live. Uh, Make sure y'all continue to follow us on those platforms. And also you can follow us on social media, on Instagram, at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. My brother, how we feeling, man? Another week, man. Another it's dollar. Good, man. Another week. Uh, you got a whole dollar in the week, bro. You may, you're doing all right, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know, I think, right? I think, I think I'm, I'm more like a dime a day, so I get about 70 cents out the week. 70 cents? Man, I got like 1% of that. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time, by the time uh, bills and, and child support come out, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. I mean, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know, between uh, between the bills and you know the kids, you know, get their money. Wifey get their money, and I mean, hell, even you know the parents get their money too. So, <laughs> you know, I, I I know I know what that's like, man. I know what that's like, bro. Um, before I go any further, um, happy birthday to my brothers, our brothers. Uh, Sharif and Melvin both yes, celebrated sir. birthdays over the weekend. Uh, we had a great time out in VA the other night. That was cool. Cool to see everybody again. Uh, yeah. You know, so shout out to the brothers and, you know, wish uh, wish we could have did a little bit more that night than uh, than we did. But uh, needless yeah, to say, man, we, it was all good. It was all good. We owe is what you was trying to say. We old? Is that it? I don't, I'm not old, man. I I'm, think that's I'm, why everybody. T- I think that's why we ain't do nothing after that. Nothing else afterwards, because we old. Hey, man, I'm a youth, man. <laughs> All right, I mean, hey, brother. I, yeah, I see I the grades feel, coming in. I, hey, I don't, I don't think feel that's it. from. I don't feel it. <laughs> that's All the important right, thing. Hey, young as you feel, I feel you. That's the important. I thing. feel you. Uh, I got the features, but I, I feel young, bro. I feel youthful right now. So, I mean, hey man, yeah, that's what the saying. That's how the saying go. You young as you feel. So how old do you feel then? How old do I feel? Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm thirty five. 
even though I'm 39. <laughs> but I say, four years, but four years difference. Yeah. But I say, I was waiting for you to say 27 so I can call you a damn liar. Nah, nah. I, I feel like I'm five years younger, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess I never but, thought about how young I feel. Yeah, no, it's all in mindset, man. It's it's all mm-hmm. up in the mindset. You can, you know, you can look old, but if you feel young, then you know, you 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 gonna you're gonna go places, man. Mm. All right, man. More power to you, bro. No doubt, no doubt. Um, so tonight's show is gonna be special. Um, we got a guest coming up in like 20 minutes. Uh, the brother's name is J.R. Gamble. He is a sports writer for the Shadow League and also for MLBBro.com, which is a website, a baseball website that's dedicated to African-American black baseball players in Major League Baseball, um, founded by Rob Parker, who everyone knows, the famous Rob Parker from Fox Sports, you know, ESPN in the past and all that good stuff. So, um, you know, real excited to have uh, my man Jr. come on. Uh, I think he's a Queens native, also. So, um, so it's just, it's going to be fun to you know talk about some stuff. We're going to get into some NBA Finals talk um, as well, um, bro. I got to start here, man. Um, I think the big topic that uh, people have been talking about the past couple of days is Deshaun Watson. Um, mm-hmm. Another. Two women um, came out. Um, One of them definitely is suing the Sean Watson. That I do know. I don't know about the other one. Um, But that number is now from 22 women to 24 women now. Mm. And there's been this outlash that the NFL needs to come out and do something about it. Well, not about the, the women in the cases, but in regards to what happens to Deshaun Watson in regards to the suspension, which we know is coming. We just don't know what the games are. We don't know right. if it's going to be for the entire season. And, you know, that's sort of been the situation until two more women came out and, you know, are putting this lawsuit against him. And so here we are. Um, everyone's taking the shots at Cleveland, you know, but at the end of the day, they, you know, they're a National Football League team, just like the other teams that wanted to get Deshaun Watson. So um, your, your thoughts on where we're at with all this right now? Well, uh, first off, let me shout out Deshaun Watson's agent for getting the bag that they got, man. You are what you you, you get. You get what you negotiate. And, you know, irregardless of what's going to happen to him, uh, legally or suspension wise, uh, that's the bag that he negotiated. Um, and so congratulations on that with regards to, I guess, I guess what you're talking about is with regards to, I know a lot of conversation has been about, well, uh, did they pay Deshaun Watson according to him playing for five years or did they pay him according to, uh, playing for four years? So is it, is it, and I get the contract is Five for 235 or two five for 230. Five for 230. Mm-hmm. Okay, five for 230. So um essentially what a lot of people are saying is that they're probably he probably gonna get suspended for a year. 
And I, I guess the question behind that is, is that did they, did they anticipate that he would probably be gone for that long and pay him, you know, give him his contract accordingly? Yeah. Um, regardless of that, I, I don't, I don't know, uh, knowing the Browns, uh, and they're, uh, and I know they've been good for, you know, they've been, you know, I guess middle of the pack for the past, you know, what, two, three years now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, hey, man, you give a, well, I can't even blame this on the Browns. You get, that's, that was one of the biggest quarterbacks in the league before all the issues. Um, you, you got to pay them accordingly. I mean, honestly, I, I can't even put that on Cleveland. You got to, you gotta pay him what he's worth, man. What he mm-hmm. asked for. If you're trying to get a game, a a, a, a mm-hmm. franchise changing quarterback, so I can't even say. You know, I I don't know. I don't know. Even if he got to sit out a year, the impact that you think he that uh, Deshaun Watson is going to have on your franchise is kind of a is a it's a blank check. You you just let him tell you what he want, and if you can get it to him, you get it to him. So I, I don't I don't really know. How, I don't really know if. Uh, how I feel about the conversation about was he uh overpaid or um or is Cleveland stupid for not anticipating that something like this would happen? I I don't really know. I know that Deshaun Watson is going to be a top five quarterback in this league and has been at um I guess before all the issues was going on. So I don't know, man. I know he's worth the money. I know he's worth. The, I know the value he he's probably going to bring to that franchise uh, warrants the money. Just to backtrack for a second, um, when you said that he negotiated the contract, I'll I'll word it this way. I think the Browns threw extra money at him because um, I remember the story. Um, he didn't want to go to Cleveland. Um, right. He wanted to choose either the Saints or Falcons, if my memory. Um, so um, right. I, re- I I just remember reading something that he was very that it was Miami that was his number one choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Okay, so that's kind of come out too with the yeah. whole you know dolphin staying and um, you know way before the twenty two women came forward with um, their civil suits. That gotcha. was gotcha. that was the, the the Miami kind of broke that out. That yeah, that that was. A possibility until all that stuff, you know, came up about, which I still think the Texans are somewhat um, behind this, um, not to necessarily blame the Texans. But I think I think two things could be true at the same time. Um, I think the Texans, you know, with some affiliations with the lawyers and, um, you know, one of them living like in the same neighborhood as one of the um members of the ownership of the Texans, like that kind of a thing. I think there's something to that. But at the same time, um, you know, 22 women is 22 women. And, you know, something something went on. Something went on. I hate um, to go down this rabbit hole again, Trey. I hate to go down this rabbit hole and, I, and, and, and try to stick to your – try to remember your point. Um is it possible that they could have set that they could have set up twenty four women to uh, lie? Is that a, is that a, is that a is that is that fathomable? Let me just ask. All twenty two, all twenty two. Uh, I thought it was twenty four now. It's it's twenty four now, uh, but right. I, I'm so I'm, I'm just kind of stuck on the twenty two going back gotcha. to gotcha. before gotcha. you know all this first started. But um, is it's it possible? 
it's 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 hard to fathom, but if you want me to put a percentage on it, I'm I'm just gonna throw five percent at that. That they yeah. that the Texans coerced all 22 to you know lie on Deshaun Watson. I I just I just okay. have a hard time believing that it's like and, and I've said this a few episodes ago. I don't think all 22 women are lying. I also don't think all 22 are telling the truth. I think there's some well, that legitimately. Truth, <laughs> what's that? I said it's even a lie or the truth, my G. No, no, no. You don't. You don't get what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. I don't think I don't think all 22 women are lying. I also don't think all 22 are telling the truth. I think there's some that are telling the truth. I think there's some that are lying. Is where I'm, is where I'm getting at. Okay, so you're saying that out of the 22, 17 might be lying, five might be telling the truth type of thing. Or vice versa, yes. Right, it, it, okay. exactly. Okay. Or, or vice okay. versa, yeah. Got you, okay. Yeah, yeah. My, my fault, I know I know. I fucked up your point. You were, you were saying, uh, you were responding to um, them, him negotiating, uh, negotiating uh, the, the money. Yeah, the Browns, the Browns threw more money at him. The, the Browns but were it, desperate. And 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 look, rightfully so. We 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 talked about it. It's a, but ain't, that the of, ain't that a part of negotiations? Um, throw well. well I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I say if, that. Uh huh. I say that because, um, look, I know you want to go here, 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 but we really want to. We really want you to come here. So mm-hmm. yeah, you might want to go to Atlanta, but if I throw you ten million, twenty million extra. When you sign with us, mm-hmm. ain't I mean, ain't that kind of or, or break the bank versa. for you? Yeah. Right. Or to versa, they they say to him, man, I know you want to go to Atlanta, but we really want you to come here. And he say, well, all right, well, if you really really want me to come here, that's gonna run you another twenty mil at least. That type of thing. Okay. Okay. Um, well, where'd you? Uh, I, well, I, I guess I, I guess it could be. I'm thinking about, OK, there's a there's a back and forth. How about my client gets this and then the team comes back and says, OK, how about we do this plus that or um, we can't do that, but we can give you this. And when Deshaun said, I don't want to go to I don't want to go to Cleveland. I think that's the part for me that kind of just, you know, deaded the negotiation part of it that I don't want to go to Cleveland. Like that's right. off the table. And then the Browns just said, we, we, we got the armor truck back here with a boatload of cash. Let we gonna pay you as much as possible to get your ass here. <laughs> it's like, and, and at that point he was just like, I deal. Let, let, let's do it. Let's do it. And then, okay. and, and then some of it may have had to do with some of the stipulations and the contracts. Like there's a way out for the Browns if somehow Deshaun doesn't play a snap for them. Um, there's some way of an somewhat of an out for Deshaun Watson um, in case he gets suspended for a few games to a year, possibly. He still yeah. somehow gets his money. Um, so I think in that regard, I guess I see your point. There is some negotiation because there's still like fine print in the contract that had to be ironed out and whatnot. But when he said, I don't want to go to Cleveland for me, that, that just said, okay, Browns, you just got desperate and 
rightfully so. Again, he's a top five quarterback. Uh, you, yeah. you you got to do whatever it is you got to do. It's it's Deshaun Watson. It's Baker Mayfield. Like, I mean, that's not hard. That's that's not a hard decision to make. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I I agree because I, I think at this stage people feel like Baker Mayfield, or maybe not 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 really people. Well, yeah, people, but more importantly, mm-hmm. um, the franchise probably feels like like this ain't the dude. We run a game. Why we like we put. Weapons. We gave him weapons. It's yep. not. I don't think weapons was the issue for Cleveland. I think essentially the issue was mm-hmm. uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, uh, and he was hurt. Taking top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and but but then maybe maybe they were hurt. I mean, I I, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole as to why the Cleveland Browns didn't uh, meet expectations pr- uh, on paper, but um, you know they didn't get rid of Baker Mayfield. That that that's just. I'll leave it there. He's still there. Yeah, yeah, he's still there. They're trying to yeah. see if they could get something for him. Um, but teams are wise that eventually you're going to cut him. Why should I give up something if I know you're going to um, cut bait with him? Now, if this Deshaun Watson thing, you know, goes left in a way where we haven't imagined yet, then, you know, guess what? Baker is back in Cleveland. Hey, man, you know what I just thought about? Uh, like randomly, um, they may have, they may be keeping Baker Mayfield because they know Deshaun Watson is going to have some type of uh, uh, suspension during this year. Mm-hmm. But it's also the reason why they went out and got Jacoby Brissett as a backup quarterback. Oh, I didn't um, know they got you. I didn't know they got Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, okay, they, 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 they kind of, I don't want to say they solidified it, but Back then, the rumblings were they were parting ways with Baker, so they get Deshaun, and then they said, oh, we need a backup because this dude might get suspended. Let's go get a backup quarterback, and they got Jacoby Brissett hmm. from Miami. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know they got uh, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so, may, so maybe you're right in the idea that they're just doing that to, um, and they just, well, they're trying to get rid of him and nobody wants him. Nobody, nobody least, wants to get, not, nobody wants to pay that twenty mil, whatever the twenty mil contract, whatever that is, in a trade. Nobody wants to give up assets for Baker Mayfield. I think yeah. there's teams that want him. I think they want him on the free market. Right, right. I, I, I think okay. that's where we're at with that. So okay. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, this is this is interesting, man. Um, we we're gonna see how this, um, you know, this all plays out. Um, the lawyer was on a radio show and, you know, was, was talking some nonsense that I don't think really helped, um, Deshaun Watson in, you know, in any matter. Um, he made, like what, like what was he saying? Um, he, he was saying something about, well, I don't know a guy that doesn't go to a massage, um, parlor to get a, that doesn't get a happy ending basically. So he's basically, oh he's, he's basically trying to normalize that, a dude getting a massage at a massage parlor gets a happy, always gets a happy ending. What? <laughs> yeah. That's what he said on the radio? That's what he said on the radio. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that's yeah, basically sure. what he, that's basically what he said. That's crazy. <laughs> so, like, that's bro, crazy. That's not what you say to defend your client. Like, uh. <laughs> so basically, so, 
allow allow me to logical allow 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 me my 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 brainstorming to kick in. I think this is logical. I think this is logical. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the dude is saying. So the dude's the dude's defense to sexual harassment is is that Deshaun Watson was supposed to pull out his dick because. You always get happy in this day anyway, so him pulling out his dick was not sexual harassment? Not the right thing to say, buddy. Not not the right thing. You're you're paraphrasing it. I mean, you you're interpreting that, I think, the right way. Um, but yeah, he's basically normalizing that getting happy endings in the way that Deshaun has been accused of is okay. That's basically I, what he said. <laughs> I'll say this. I've had two, I've had two massages in my life. And never never was there only a situation. Two? Only two, yes. Mm. Um perfect and, and prof- professionally, and I don't even know, I don't even know if this uh the I, one of them I didn't really pay for. It was like it was like one of those situations where it was there for free and I got it. Yeah. And I don't know that she was I don't know that she was professional. She at least did it in a professional manner. Like right. did all the little, had a chair and did all the little, you know, yeah. all the little things that masseuse do, but right. look. <laughs> and the, and the first one with it was shout out Mel was Mel and mm-hmm. she's Melanie like so Yeah, I, right. Point that's was, that's the sister. My point yeah. was yeah, yeah, my point was not counting Melanie. So honestly, I would say I had one. Not because she wasn't a, a professional i don't know if she was or wasn't i'm just saying she don't count i mm. never thought i was getting a happy ending um behind all those that, that's what i'm saying i never mm. thought that after that it was going down that never crossed my mind <laughs> but maybe but maybe i'm not an expert at getting massages i'm not a you know i don't know how that i don't know I don't, what the protocol I don't know. is i don't know i'm trying to think i think i may have had one like professional massage in life um, never have I thought to get a happy ending. I I, I never. Well, it that. wasn't even off. My point is, is that I, I don't know that I, I don't know. Like, look, I know it happens, mm. but I don't know that. What, what what's the protocol? How does that work? How do you know? I guess she would have to say, "I right, that's what we doing." Do you do you want that? But I don't, I don't know how that works. I don't know how Deshaun Watson gets there. I guess you got to have a lot of money. I guess so. I mean, they said that the team had like 60 something like different masseuses. Like that's what they reporting. Like that's 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 crazy. Like you need that many masseuses? Well, let, 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 let's let's bring uh our guest in into the conversation. I'm sorry you came in on the hot on the hot topic of <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fellas? What's what's going on? What's going on? Let me let me let me introduce you right here. So uh, we got a special guest here at the barbershop. We've got the homie J.R. Gamble, a sports writer for the Shadow League, also sports writer for MLBBro.com. You can find them also on TheShadowLeague.com. J.R., man, thank you so much, man, for coming through, man. Appreciate you, bro. Um, Thank you, you guys. Thanks for having me. You know, a long time coming. I've been peeping. The way you move on Twitter and different things, and um, it really caught my eye because you guys are really authentic, you know, and um, sports people more, you know, in the realm that I like to um, travel and I, I I watch how you analyze the game and and the way you're fearless with your takes and things like that. So 
yeah, I definitely had to come speak to you guys today. No right. doubt. That's what's up. That's appreciate what's up. that. Appreciate that. So, hey, Maestro, I mean, we, we kind of got into this the Sean Watson talk. Uh, let the, let I'm the just homie JR. Slide him in there. Yeah, I'm yeah. Let the, let the homie JR. There. Let's get him in I'm there. Gonna we'll... t- I'm going to tell you exactly <laughs> where we at, JR. <laughs> so, uh, Trey was letting me know that. Um, that the lawyer, I guess, went on the radio talking about happy endings are expected at um at when you get a massage. So my thinking mm-hmm. is, I ain't had a million massages in my life, but um that would logically in court that sounds like to me that he's implying that Deshaun Watson allegedly whipping out his dick in front of a masseuse is not sexual harassment, and that sounds crazy to me. To that you say what? Wow, it, it it's such difficult a slippery slope with some of these things because, you know, when you speak as a man, you don't want to come off misogynistic. You don't want to come off as um, supporting, you know, any type of sexual indecency or misconduct. But can I just, can I just say this? Because I do like to keep it a hundred. Talk it talk, man. Talk it talk. I don't don't know where you grew up. Or I can Mm -hmm. speak from my personal experiences and the life that I've lived, right? Deshaun Watson likes to go and get massages. That's established. Mm-hmm. Not sure if that's a bad thing, whether it's 68 women or 80 women, where it becomes messed up. Because let, let's be honest, we have these entertainers and these athletes and legals and sex workers who fight every day yeah. to be accepted as a normal part of society, sex yeah, work, yeah. right? Sex yeah, work, yeah. Not, not illegal sex work, sex work. And they want legitimacy mm-hmm. and these things. And, and they do provide happy endings and the like. Now, right. where it becomes a slippery slope to me is where they're now accusing him of doing things that they did not okay or was not agreed upon. Then, yes, it becomes a problem. However, Equating the fact that he may have wanted massages from 68 women and assuming that, you know, he assaulted all these women or he did something bad to all these women, or even assuming that the, 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 the 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th woman that come forward, I don't know if it's all legit, but this is the problem. Mm-hmm. If you do one thing to one woman that is indecent and unacceptable, no one is going to give you the benefit of the doubt about the next 2,000 yeah. women mm-hmm. that come down the pipe. Right. Yep. Right. And, and, right. and that's where I stand here with that situation. I don't really want to get into a situation about, you know, if they're lying, if they're not lying, because I don't ever want to seem insensitive because if that's my mom or my sister or right. a, a young lady that, that I know or even a stranger, no one wants to be put in a position by someone in a position of power to, to yeah. take advantage to take advantage of them, particularly in this industry. So yeah, a lot of people have a lot of things to say directly about him, about his character. I'm gonna stay away from that. What I'm going what we all know is it's a bad look, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, we can yeah. all agree on that. It's a bad look. It's a terrible point in his career for someone who was on such a high. And, and and you know, but at the same time, I cannot have any sympathy for him if he really does have this pattern 
of just disrespecting women. Yes, <laughs> yeah, all yeah, day yeah. long for real. You know? Yeah, so it, it, it's it's a, it's tough, and I wish honestly, I wish we didn't have to talk about this. I I really yeah, do. I agree. It, it, it's it's you know it's it's a hard it's a hard situation, but um you know if whatever he did, he had to pay for it, whether it's monetarily or with his reputation. Yeah. But I do hope, I do hope, because um none of the women seem to have been uh physically scarred. There's probably some emotional and mental scarring that they'll have to deal with. I do hope he can't be forgiven. For his, I guess, fetishes, his overzealousness, his overaggressiveness when dealing with women in that particular type of workspace. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, and and then and then just you know, kick the habit, bro. It's a, it's a, it's 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 an addiction, obviously. Yeah, that has yeah. taken over your life and really caused problems for yourself. Um, get counseling, regardless of what comes of this. Get counseling, right. Because a lot of times, it's all about your mind state and how you approach the situation and what you thought was okay. Mm-hmm. That's what needs the mm-hmm. counseling, right? You're right? I don't think right. Deshaun Watson is a bad guy that wants to hurt women or, or anything of that nature. But I do think he needs some counseling um, and, and, and just get himself together mentally about what he wants out of his career, what he wants out of life, what kind of lifestyle he really wants to live at this point. Because regardless of everything, that that type of lifestyle is is questionable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of women. You know? It's a lot That's of women. A lot it is. Of women. It's a lot. That's a lot of women. I agree with that. I'll ask you the same question I asked Trey before you came on. Sure. Um, how much of this do you feel is uh, Houston Texan involved as opposed to him just having an issue? Well, I think it's a little bit of both in the sense that, bam, right? Gotcha. You're an athlete walking around asking for 200 mil. Mm-hmm. You know how clean you got to be to get that money? Yeah. Be a black athlete. Yeah. You got to be clear about that, JR. Be yeah. a black we're not, athlete. <laughs> we're not just giving you 200 million. And then you said we were a bad organization, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you, after we gave you the money, Negro, mm-hmm. you now want to say, I'm not messing with y'all. I, I want out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's yeah. certain type of people. Like, imagine, imagine you or my, you go to Jay-Z. He gives you a nice deal. A deal he never gave any other M- MC, right? Mm-hmm. You take the deal. Everybody's lauding you. Jay-Z gave a $150 million deal, guaranteed he never did that for any rap, for any artist. And then, two months later, you say, you know what? Nah. Yeah. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want off this label. You know what's going to happen? Not only to your career, but mm-hmm. so, you won't, so you won't be making any music. That's cool, right? You won't have a career because there's certain people you can't cross to answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> Big time NFL Bob, owners. Bob and Ned, yeah. Bob and Ned. Guys that type uh-huh. of reach. Guys yeah. that type of extension. Yeah. It's common sense. This is not a racial thing. It's just yeah. common sense not to burn bridges with those guys. That's why these 
guys, particularly former black athletes of Jerry Jones, they run around licking and kissing his feet all the time on TV. Why? Because to be cut off from that type of resources, that type of money flow, that type mm -hmm. of access, yeah, change mm -hmm. your whole life completely, bro. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of it. Kind of reminds me of uh, James Dolan. You know, every time somebody says something bad about James Dolan, he don't want you to go to any Knicks games no more. Like nope. niggas, like niggas be be scared to say something bad about James Dolan. You done? Because yeah. you done? Look at Bark. Look at um Oakley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oak, don't think that is a good situation for Oak. For one, Oak is not an all-time great player, right? He's an mm -hmm. all-time Nick. Nick, right. So right. his haven is the where he's most important is the garden. He can't come to the Omni, uh, uh, you know, the the, the um the crypto, uh -huh. whatever the hell it is. Now, uh -huh. right? uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. right? Any of these, Staples. any of these arenas in the NBA because they change names every week. So right, yeah. that's a fact. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. And no one will care. No one will care that Charles Oakley's there. Some teams just have special players that are really important to their franchise's history, yeah, right? right. Mm -hmm. But he ain't even he ain't even sitting there wearing any rings, so he's yeah. definitely expendable at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another bad bad situation. I'm glad you brought Dolan up. Where you know Barkley's, you lose. I mean Oakley, you lose a lot of money. Mm -hmm. With them type of situations, Barkley already told you how his severed relationship with Jordan cost him millions. You mean it's mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, certain right. guys you just don't want to cross, like yeah. the thirty right. NFL owners when you're a black quarterback. That's a fact. There you go. Mm -hmm. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah, hello. Yeah, hello. You, you're right about that, man. Can't argue with that, and he, man. And I don't even know. And I don't, he, he ain't getting no job. I only know this argument is because I look. I, Bums behind Dirk uh, Carr. Bums behind him. Mm -hmm. What is this conversation about? He ain't gonna make that death shot. No, because it wouldn't be no question. It wouldn't be no conversation. It'd be put him out there. Him. Let him. You put him out there. And let him compete. Right? There's so much. There's so much talking going on. That's all we say. When there's a lot yeah. of talking going on and no action, but if, yeah. if you really want him to play, you bring him in the camp and, t and let him compete. It's pretty simple. Yeah. You, you assign him right. to the payroll. You, you assign him to the payroll. You don't gotta keep him. Football, right. Yeah. By any day you want to cut him in. If mm -hmm. Wasn't even really given a legit opportunity. And uh, you know, uh, and the thing that get me is our people sometimes, how they totally do a 360 and now Cap's a bad guy. Cap was out to get people. I, I mean, <laughs> not understanding the chess game that this black man had to play. Yeah. To even yeah. make sure that he didn't live in poverty the rest of his life. Right. Right, it's bigger than all that, right? Like, once you realize they're not really, they're not really fucking with me. Yeah, <laughs> not really. <laughs> right? I mean, because what's this shit about for real, man? What is it about for real? I mean, I hate to keep going back to what happened back then, right. but what is this about for real? Of uh, somebody wanting to express themselves at the end of the day—that's all this is about. We can't yes. express ourselves because we play football. Like that's all this was really about. And we talking about now how. He might got to, they signed, Jack, Jacksonville Jaguars signed Tim Tebow like that. No problem. Let him play all summer, run around all summer before he couldn't make the team. Right. We can't just sign him for the summer. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a workout. 
Like, I come on. I, I wrote a story back in, what, 2017. And I was like, Cap Colin will never play again. And I was right. I was like, the main yeah. reason is if you let him back on the field and he does work, you look crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I can't let that happen. So the best way in any sport to keep a player from excelling is to do what? To leave his ass on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Part ways with him. Yeah. Or to have nothing to do with him. Damn, that's, that's it. crazy. You yeah, know, yeah. look at Gabe Kapler. Not to prolong this, but same situation. MLB coach mm-hmm. says, yo, I don't respect the government. Government's bullshit, basically, right? Yeah. With the way that mm-hmm. they're handling gun control. Yeah. So I ain't standing for the anthem. He was lauded. Other than 77-year-old Tony LaRusso, who we know, dudes that age, that fought in like World War II and all that, they're never mm-hmm. going to yeah. understand. What we're talking about, here. right? Facts, facts. They still thinking like it's 1950, and you know, 60, 50 and 40. <laughs> yeah. and we, had, we had we had colored water fountain. <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't you don't stand for the flag. You you just communist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. But you know, and, and they lauded this guy, fellas, and 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 because he spoke out against you know gun lack of gun control and the and the Congress's unwillingness to be exact and swift and harsh with gun control. Well, that's a social justice issue. Just mm-hmm. like Colin Kaepernick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nobody even gave a damn. It went away. Nobody even cares that he said it. Nobody cares that Because it's baseball. It's baseball. It's not it's not football, for one. And number two, he's white. <laughs> that's that's it. I mean, that's it. It is what it is, fellas. I don't yeah. even remember that tight end that nailed in that, that remember that Cleveland tight end that nailed the white boy? Don't nobody even remember him. Mm. When, Captain, when the Colin Kaepernick shit was going on, mm-hmm. there was a tight end who played for Cleveland. He was like one of the only white people that kneeled mm. uh, during the National Anthem. I don't even remember the Bama name. I know he was a third stringer, and I ain't seen him since. Well, that's why I don't remember him, because he's a third stringer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you would think a white dude supporting a black cause, you would give him a little, you know what I mean? Nah. Well, you know what happened to Bruce Maxwell, the only black catcher in Major League Baseball, probably in the last what three, four years. Y'all like, I know y'all like who exactly? He kneel. You ain't never hear from him again. He got arrested three months later. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Damn. And that sounds shaky to me. Like right. That sounds crazy to me too. That's crazy. That sounds crazy to me too. What what about my man's back in? What about my man's back in uh, from the Bulls when Jordan was first there? And I forget the guy's name that was trying to get Jordan to protest. What's what's the cat name? Well, Craig Hodges. Chicago. Craig Hodges. Craig Hodges. Craig Hodges. Yes. Yeah. Man, you never heard from him in a while after that. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's probably Mike. Mike probably told him to get him out of here. He yeah. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the way he's talking. I don't like the way he's yep. talking. I'm trying to you. Like you're messing that. up my Nike deal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this dude, I, this dude act, I'm starting to actually listen to this guy. You know? Like, yeah. My he's just telling that. me, get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that man, Craig Hodges, he's talking yeah. that. He, he, he was, especially when that uh, documentary came out, he was out here on all the podcasts talking. Yeah. yeah. That was like uh, mm-hmm. uh, Fabricon. Yeah, he was. <laughs> uh, not Fabricon. Um, um, yeah, um, up in, up, up in um, Muhammad Ali's ear. Um, mm-hmm. 
You know, uh, I, uh, the honorable Elijah Muhammad up there and those guys up in up in Ali's yeah. You know, same thing. He's the, they mm -hmm. like the only his, his managers is like, nah, 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 nah. No, we this is no, we don't want it. No enlightenment. No enlightenment. Right. We don't like, want to hear that. Enlightened niggas kill everything, yeah, bro. We don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that. Hey man, let's let's switch up. Let's switch up. So let's switch yeah. up a little bit, man. Um, tell sure. me, tell me about uh your history and uh sports coverage and you know basically how you came up in the ranks. All right, man. I've been in the game um a little while. I originally came up in the ranks with you know I've always loved sports. I I played baseball um for a long time and um I I, I grew up. They called me Stacks when I was little because all I would do I'd be in the, you know the, I was from the newspaper age so I studied the stats in the newspaper, the magazines, the Street Smiths, the Sports Illustrated. I just studied I studied stats real hard. I didn't like math but I love baseball statistics. I love football statistics. So I was on it. And so they, you know, when I was real little, like nine, ten, they just started calling me stats. I always knew I wanted to, you know, do sports, sports and music, writing. Those are my loves, always mm -hmm. been. Sounds a little cliche. It's nowadays for the um, yeah. black renaissance man. But, you know, I'm talking about 80s, 90s. This is what I always wanted to do, right? Yeah. So, so I, Rob Parker happened to live in my neighborhood, right? Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Martin Van Buren High School. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right around the corner yeah. from me. And, yep, I used to, yep. and I used to walk in the corner store, because we only had one corner store in Queens in our little avenue, Sayers Avenue in Queens. And mm -hmm. I see Rob Collins up there all the time, daily news, news day. And I'd always ask the lady in the store, and what's that? She's like, that's Rob Parker. He was right around the corner. I, I was real little, like 13, 14. He was right around the corner. He, I read his articles every day. So eventually one day around, I was, you know, I was in college or whatever, and I had to do an assignment. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna interview Rob. It's like talk to a sports person, doing a breaking story. So my grandmother was alive at the time, rest her soul. And I remember yes, she sir. drove me to a diner. I got in contact with him, called him at the Daily News. He wasn't there. <clears throat> called him back again. And he always says to this day, because now we're like best of friends, right? He's like mm -hmm. almost 30 years ago. And he's like, because if you didn't call back, you wouldn't even know me, right? Mm -hmm. he's like, because I erased your message the first time, right? So I called back. We hooked up, met at a diner. I interviewed him for my assignment. And that was like the beginning of a beautiful relationship. I did the assignment. It was cool. He actually read my copy and recommended me to the high school news editor over at Newsday newspaper. Mm -hmm. Late named Sylvia King. Mm -hmm. And she basically just sent me out an assignment based on his word. Like, go cover... My first assignment, I remember it was 1995. It was a high school bowling match. Like they don't mm -hmm. even cover shit like that anymore, right? Yeah, they used right. To cover everything right. in the paper, right? <laughs> they, we didn't have all these outlets, so they covered everything in the paper, right? Yeah. So yeah. it was a high school bowling match. Um, Fort Tilden against New Utrecht, right? Mm -hmm. These are schools in Brooklyn. And, in Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah. And um, Fort Tilden. And I just covered it. I did my first story. I basically, you know, did it how I learned in school from reading newspapers, my leads and things of that nature. And I just took off from there. You know, um, I just started doing more and more there. Then I moved out to, you know, I did work with a newspaper in North Carolina, work with a newspaper in Florida, I covered NBA, NFL, MLB. I did the Tampa Bay Rays in Florida for, for a little while. And then, you know, basically I just kept, 
with the writing, the game changes a little bit. It became more of a you know internet based game, um, social media, yeah, based. So I just started you know writing with different publications and things. Not and, and I did a lot of music stuff too. That's a whole nother conversation. Just I got oh, a lot. Oh yeah, of we gotta talk offline. We gotta talk about that. Yeah, I produce too. That's why I said from Queens. You know, just growing up in Queens in the nineties. Tons of yeah. friends in the business, so I think we've all dabbled in that at some point. Yeah, growing up in that area under that culture, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. music just under that culture because they really all go hand in hand. You hand know, in sports hand, yep. rap, sports rap radio. That's really the first radio show I did out in Detroit. Rob Parker hired, hired myself and my friend, a guy named Champ, a guy named Champ from Detroit. Who's a real mm-hmm. see they used to shout him out every once in a while. He's a real sports affiliated guy, but he's not too mainstream, but he's known by the mainstream. And we had a show out there actually called Sports Rap Radio that was that really was going crazy for like six months, but then they changed this was back in like oh nah, but then they changed the um station format. But that was like my yeah. first break into radio. So then I just stayed really like independent and doing different things, dabbling in the music and and Still writing, covering sports, doing radio shows, um, you know, different things of that nature. And, I, you know, I just, I do a lot of different things. Like, I do the Fox. I do Fox um, on Fridays with Chris and Rob. I do the Foul, foul Affair because baseball is my bread and butter. So I do the baseball segment there yep. every mm-hmm. Friday. I'm on Inside the Parker podcast with Rob. A lot of stuff with Rob um, because, you know, we're we just really close. Like that, and you know he need young people around him because he getting old and shit. He don't know nothing no more. Right. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. He just he hey, just get hey. checks. He just get checks. Uh-huh. So that's, the right yeah. that's the right way to do it. Yeah, hey, ain't gonna say that's the right way to do it. One other person, I, that's what I want to shout out. Other than Rob, that's been very influential in my career. Um, that a lot of people probably don't know because I don't do a lot of these shows, and I and I'm not really out there. Um trying to be the lead talent anymore at this age. You know, I'm behind the scenes. I edit a lot of different sites. I don't want to mention all of them, but things like that. But Jamel Hill. Um, yeah. Shout out to Jamel Hill. Yeah. Very good friend of mine. Um, she was a mentor for me. We worked together at the newspaper in North Carolina back in like 98. Um, she was mm. one of the first people that, and she's actually younger than me, but she's always, one thing I want to say about her, and I'm not disrespecting any women, that's in the game. There's women, a lot yeah. of women covering basketball, things like that, that know what they're talking about. But she, she was uh, the first woman that I had great respect for. Now it's different because there's more women in the game. Back then right. it wasn't as much. So I'm not saying that it weren't women then, but from, from I was in the game and she was one of the first women that just knew her stuff, bro. Had nothing yeah. to do with, had nothing to do with looks, this, that, women. Yo, and this is before she became a social activist now. She didn't really talk sports no more. I'm talking about when she was on her sports. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She a trailblazer yeah. for she women. The yeah, best, bro. yeah, facts, the best. facts. We know that. We know that. Just watching her on TV. I, I was a big fan of the podcast when her and Michael Smith did it. Um, yeah, she, yeah, she, she's official with it. Ain't no doubt yeah. about that. So she kind of hooked me in with the Shadow League back in um 2012 because I've been with them for ten years. In yeah, one capacity wow. or in one capacity wow. or another, because right. once I got the opportunity to work with a black owned company that basically used to let us spend anything we wanted to back mm. then, you look at our mm. stuff from 2012, 2013, it ain't nothing like it was raw back then. Like, yeah, uh huh. Mm. You know, it was trend setting. You know, it was it was kind of before 
talking race became kind of popular. And then you kind of get silenced by when Complex and Sports Illustrated on them start talking about race, then you in trouble. Right, right, you know? right. So y'all was right. kind of like, um, y'all was kind of like the Grio, um, you know, back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good comparison. Good comparison. Um, we just a little bit even more aggressive than that. Mm, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck, you know? And the like, Grio was aggressive. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. They were. Yeah. But, you know, so... But I've even I've stayed there throughout those years through everything, and I'm I'm still I'm still happy, you know, with all the things I do. I'm still happy to be a part of. See, what people don't understand is if you're if you're rating publications that are in sports and entertainment, right? All the ones at the top, even if they're successful with like black things, most of them white owned, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was very few like the undefeated ain't black owned. Now it's mm. not undefeated anymore. It's escape or something, but it's not. It's not black on. Um, you know the sources, but the source fell off. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Let's be honest, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. big time, right. big time. Yeah, and yeah. They living yeah. on the on the past, just like Black Enterprise. A lot of other these people that living living in the past. I like the Shadow League. It was cutting edge. It was owned by Keith Clinscale, black man. I was in the game. Um, it was really a different experience. I'd worked in newsrooms. I worked. I done Bleacher Report, you know. I yeah. did all that stuff, and it was it was such a, you know. I don't think I wish there was a documentary made on the early years of the Shadow League because there's mm-hmm. not too many black owned publications that stay around for ten years, at mm-hmm. ten straight years, right. and still right. thrive. <clears throat> and you know, it's hard to secure funds and and you know different things to make it work. And you and also our audience, our black audience. There's a lot of competition for that audience. And if, yeah. you, and, and if you're trying to let that one audience drive everything you do, mm-hmm. you better be getting 70% of that audience, bro. Or you're going to die. That's a fact. Right? Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. That's, so that's a fact. <laughs> Take it from my .0001 black audience that we get. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And you know, black audience finicky. I keep it real. Man. Yeah. You know, when they want to just hook off on you for no reason like they just gonna do it and everybody mm, gonna yeah. start jump in and, and join in mm-hmm. and i'll be like so so where was that energy with the good stuff we did right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. right like that's our people man where was that energy with all the when, when we were on the front lines on the front lines when nobody was writing about race and everybody was like y'all need to chill y'all need to calm down right we was on the front line some people messing with us here and there, but we didn't have the support I thought we should have for mm-hmm. the mantle that we were carrying, you know, and and, and the torch we were carrying, and right. the, and the and the audacity and the things we said, the fearlessness yeah. in which we went about things. Now, hundred percent of the game don't operate like that. Everybody operates scared. Everybody operates yeah. for a check, and I and yeah. I get that, but. Me, I'm just, I'm just a little, I'm still a little different. Like, uh, <clears throat> I'm in the background more, trying to push the narrative, push ideas, um, build the cultures. But you know, I let the young people do their thing and get off. And I, and I encourage them, yo, let, let it off, man, because living, live, trying to live politically correct all the time. That shit is hard. It's very hard, bro. Yeah. It's, it's very hard, and it's almost fake and disingenuous sometimes. You know it's what I mean? Almost. Like, like I'm it, from an era. It's almost people, like trying to keep alive. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. That remember what we were saying, Drake? It's almost like trying to keep a lie alive. Yeah. You know, and, and which which I know this wasn't the direction. I don't know if you want to go, but I but it's it's no, a good direction you take me in because you know, just honesty and somebody that's been in the game a long time. Um it 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 almost makes you not want to do certain things in this game. Like yeah. you, you want to be creative. You want to do certain things. Then you get bustled down with the hustling and bustling and every day, the finest stories, speed stories. I'll be honest. Some of the stories I'd be like, that's trash, bro. Like, that is really trash. And this is what people are watching. I'm like, dad, man. It's a, it's a challenge. It's a challenge to go from this level to this level to make shit work, bro. It's, it's yeah. Like, that's like backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, oh wow, hell bro. yeah, we know. We know because I mean when we first start, we we start, we did our we had a website and we was like, you know what, man, no matter what, we gotta write a blog a week. And I can't speak to Trey's issues, but I know every week I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't wanna write, I don't give a fuck about I'm not about to waste two hours of my day to write about that shit that I really don't care about. So now so it was always me trying to find something that's interesting enough for me to write about so right. I could be excited about hey y'all look at this shit I wrote. But man, I man, I don't be caring about half this shit unless it's an interesting angle. And half the time it's just a whole bunch of cookie cutter shit. That's why you like just give me a goddamn microphone, right? And let me yeah. go at it. Yeah. You gonna get the real. That's yeah. it. And just to add on to Maestro's point, um, we, we got so inconsistent with writing blogs and stuff like that. Like I would say, oh, well, I'm going to write a blog this week. And then for like the rest of the month or for the rest of like two, three months, I don't write nothing at all. So it's like, all right, we're just going to scratch the whole website idea <laughs> and let's just get the microphone. Yeah. Let's just get let's just get some software. Let's just do this, you know, without any other extracurricular shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But your your energy, bro. I don't know whether, and, and, and you know, I I'm I'm different as well because I'm not what, as they say, uh, a D rider, right? Yeah, I'm just I'm just not. It is yeah. what it is. I know mm-hmm. all the friends I need to know in this industry, bro. Trust me. And yeah, it, it, it is. You know what I mean, like. I'm not doing, I'm not playing any of those games with anybody. I'm not doing, I'm respectful. I'm I, I'm professional. I definitely know how to, you know, create a game plan, attack the game plan, articulate mm-hmm. the game plan, work with people, manage people, try to keep people together. You know, that's, that's just, that's natural. That's from hanging out with a lot of people on the corner. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And not getting shot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. How yeah. Do, how yeah. do you do that? How do you, work, how do you manage to do that? Because mm-hmm. as get people together, keep the energy positive with you around, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that's 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 really all I'm trying to do. But a lot of stuff, I don't even care. I, I don't care to entertain a lot of these people's conversation. And for professional purposes, to, to maintain my job, um, I got two teenage kids. I have a wife. I have bills to pay. Um, that's my son plays baseball at a very high level, and that's expensive sport that's not conducive to black people or black people money. Uh-huh. So, you know, I mean, unless unless you're very blessed and, and, and most black people are blessed, you still have to make a decision on what you want to do with your money. So, right. you know, if, you, if I'm putting it all into them, I ain't driving the range. You know, I'm I'm, I'm mm-hmm. probably driving the Cherokee. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the Wrangler like I got now, a little Wrangler like I got uh-huh. now. Okay. You know, no okay. doubt. No but doubt. I'm a 90s guy. 
So those things are built. Uh-huh. So whereas someone half my age might think a 2022 Wrangler looked a little too boxy and all that. Dog, I've been dreaming about a car like that since I was little. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tell yeah. you one thing. Wrangler, it's a racket youngest out here. <laughs> youngest around here driving Ruby cars all day around here. All day. Yeah. That's a, that's, yo, that's a good, that's a, that's that, that's the vehicle you can get. And people look at you and they be like, okay, he works. Yeah. Right? That's right. all you want him to right. say. He got to yeah. work. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all you can ask Facts. for, right? So you was telling us about, um, so basically you saying you was getting into music and music and writing is your thing. Um, I, I, I feel like this article that uh, Trey put me on to, I think we can kind of tie in both. Okay. Uh, so you wrote an article about Antonio Brown and his music career recently, and mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted to uh, let the audience hear your take on it, on Antonio Brown's music career and how and how that coincides with how he feel in the NFL career working for him. Well, you know, my opinion on Antonio Brown, like a lot of people, is, is fluctuated over the years, mm-hmm. you know, um, because he's a very erratic person. He's also a very complex person. Like a lot of brothers are, especially brothers that play aggressive sports like football, who are their whole life have been looked at as a commodity and treated like a commodity. You think giving them a million dollars makes them feel special. No, it still makes them feel like property a lot of times because behind that millions of dollars, there's a lot of rules and stipulations and things that they can't do, that they tell them they can't do, that they mm-hmm. say they want them to do. Antonio Brown gave you a little view inside something that's very common in the NFL. I'm hurt. We need you to play. I need my money. This is things that happen all the time. This is social media age now. Anything somebody whisper on the field is it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. coming out. And there's a hundred stories before you really get it. But as far as Antonio right. Brown goes, this is what I will say. There's something to be said for celebrity. It, mm. it, celebrity is a fraternity too. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. they also look out for each other and take care of each other. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. we ain't mm-hmm. on them levels. Kanye ain't gonna Kanye ain't gonna come take care of me. But that's basically what he did for Antonio Brown. And Facts. you know why people don't look at the situation, right? Yeah, that individual—I'm not even gonna say white person—that hater, that owner—they might want to see a black man down because he didn't succumb or acquiesce to everything you demanded. You know, a dude like Jerry Jones or somebody that's used to getting their way all the time. They're not mm-hmm. only white and have white privilege, but they're billionaires on top of that and delusional. Right. <laughs> on top of that. Right. Right. So right. a lot of people want to see Antonio Brown fail. Now, I'm not saying he's making great music. When I write about him, what I'm trying to get across is look at the illness of that black man. Look at that fucking pivot he did on y'all mm-hmm. bitches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. pivot he did on y'all bitches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call him what you want. Call him crazy. Not a team guy. Mental illness. Selfish. This, that. He said, all right. Y'all think I'm going to cry because I'm not playing football? Like, that's the only thing I can do? Mm -hmm. I have established relationships in my life with big time Mm -hmm. people. Yep. Mm -hmm. Music in itself is a can hustle these days. Yeah. So yeah, we're not looking for extraordinary talent, right? Mm-hmm. We're looking mm-hmm. for two, three million followers. We could work with you. We could work right. with the situation. Right. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. 
same type of thing. So I, I, I was impressed by Antonio Brown with how he went at it, why he, you know, tried to get his music together. Dr. Donders, uh, Donders Sports, you know, he gets hired there. Um, he, he, he gets the deal with Fuego. Uh, he's no idiot. Yeah, hell no. Hell no. That Bama Baby put Moody. together... That Bama put together an album with Fabio after he know Fabio halfway through that joint, knowing he got the relationship with Kanye. You're not gonna tell me Kanye ain't put that relationship together. Started a fake relationship with Keisha Cole. She on the album. Like he put wow. together. Yo, isn't all he the isn't he the best? Isn't he the freaking yeah, best? Yeah, like I, I love guys that they just let speak their minds, what they really feel, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and once you can become accepted as a Charles Barkley, uh uh um who else? Just um, those guys. Um, you know, they just kind of do what they want. There's only a few guys that can like say what they want all yeah. the time, right? Yeah, Charles Buck is definitely one of them. Nobody yeah. care. Nobody care. I think you can, if you, you work for TNT, you can do what you want, bro. They like whatever. Yeah, we yeah. don't want to get to that point. Yeah, for sure. Then we can really find out what kind of money we can make. Because yeah. you know, you still be holding back, and the people that make that bread, they don't hold back, bro. Right, right. Yeah, like, they don't care. We don't got a machine behind us, so we don't got a machine yeah. behind us, so we right. can't hold back. Right. Yeah. We hold yeah, back right. ten years later. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like how you. I kind of like how you did that article because back when he tweeted about him retiring a Steeler, I interpreted it as two things. Number one, he could mean I want to sign for one day and just have my retirement party right there, right? Mm-hmm. Or it could be. I want to come back and play football, but I want to play for the Steelers because I want to retire a Steeler. So right. I took it as two, I took it as those two things right. without even putting the music thing like in that. I, I, I like how you brilliantly did that. Oh, thank you. I think because to me, it goes hand in hand. He needed another hustle, right? He's not yeah. doing the football thing right now. We all know, no matter what Antonio Brown says, we know as far as football right now, he kind of burned his britches with that because you can't do something wild like just walk off the field because I never seen anybody do that, especially yeah, not a player right. of his caliber, right? right. Player of his importance. Who knows where the Bucks were going that season? They still had a legitimate shot to do things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that yeah. kind of like threw every, everything. Even though we didn't want them to, <laughs> even though we didn't want them to, yeah, they they still <laughs> had a shot. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Much better shot with them, and he knew it. So. Yeah, you got to tie the music in because the pivot he made was so quick. Yeah, um, it was fast. One day, he, he's playing football and he's walking off the field. Next day, Kanye, who I just I just love a brother who could just throw money around like the white guys because, because he's just protecting his brother. Because he can. Because he can. Yeah. I love yeah. him. Yeah. I love Kanye. Yeah. Kanye walked yeah. in there like, you ain't got no bread? All right, you working for me. Get, you got two million dollar deal. Yeah, yeah. So you work out what you want to do next. You still gonna be living crazy. You gonna be hanging out with me. You know the models, the white girls, the models, the uh-huh. uh, uh, girls of all nationalities. I should say, right? Yeah, you should, right? right. right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and doing your thing, and he's he ha- he's having fun. Football's yeah. a hard grind. He's not grinding hard right now, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, he's living course, his best life. And he clean and he and he just talking and that's the thing he just get he just talking he allowed to talk right right now he's saying whatever he want to say right now even if he don't feel that way tomorrow he's saying whatever he want to say right now and and we 
or not even we, the consumer is just allowed to, you know, overreact and Shannon shop on TV talking all crazy about him. And you know what I'm saying? I'm like, look, man, if y'all ever listen to this dude talk for a long time, it ain't, it don't take uh, too terribly long to find out that this dude do got an idea about what he doing and what he trying to do. Even Mm -hmm. when he talks about uh, why he walked off the field, when you listen to his story, that mm-hmm. shit makes sense. It does. Mm-hmm. That shit yep. makes sense. It does. That and shit we get caught sense. up. We get caught up in the team thing and the headlines and the, and yeah. this and that. Like, oh, you supposed to be a team player and and it's not. Nah, it's a business. It's, it's a, a business. business. The business and a guy, a, a veteran of his caliber who's played on some of the best franchises, Patriots, Pittsburgh, in the history of the league. Yeah. He 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 has been schooled on business. Trust me. Right, the mm-hmm. business of right. football. Yeah, he right. lived with Brady. He lived with Brady. Right. He's been, he he has all the jewels, all that, all those jewels. Like, say you live with Jay Z for a week. I always go mm-hmm. back to Jay. Yeah. Living with Tom Brady for a week is the same thing. You won't get the same shit yeah. off. You won't get the same jewels. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Catch the sweat. Catch the sweat. <laughs> Catch something. You know. Exactly. Before you get out uh-huh. of here. Right. And, and right. If you friends with that guy, you are gonna be all right. Anybody that's friends with Kanye West. Finances is not going to be a problem, right? Especially a, a dude of his level. Look, you see the article I wrote. This was the fourth article of that kind, tying in his music, bringing light to his music. I'm not always, yeah. I'm not complimenting him all the time. I'm just bringing right. an honest portrayal of what's right. going on. Now you see, right. un, but understand how it goes down. The money. Now you got Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. Donald, mm-hmm. Jalen Brown, yeah. Donda. Yeah, yeah. As yep. as clutch sports begins to take some hits, mm. Mm. didn't even think about that. They've been on top a mm. long time. Yeah, yeah. That's Braun about to retire. That's the cash cap. They got other yeah, things facts. to do. I don't even think that's going to last long, unless they just give it to Nicole, like take it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to her. Yeah. Be the first. Ride that out. Right. Let's let's they just give her the. the I think that. It's not gonna last long. I think they made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think they made some mistakes too that are mm. kind of coming out now. And I j- I just think um, Donda is going to make a move. Okay. On these players, and wouldn't it be great to have like two black uh, sports agencies, management companies right. competing? Right. Right. For the for the creme de la creme. Right. Of yeah. That would be that would be great. You know. For the culture. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, hell, I don't know what you think. I I, I heard that um, Osaka, Naomi Osaka, supposed to be starting a little joint too. So I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know how she's gonna fit in the man. I don't know how she's gonna fit in the game. But if she can get her get her head up in there, I mean, she, I, clearly she got the bread. That's the problem, though. You, the, she made fifty million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She like twenty, right? And and this is how I think of things, right? And I love that's why I love being on your show because I I can say how what I'm really thinking. So this is what I'm thinking. Corday comes into our life, right? Yeah. Let's let's just keep it real. You know, mm-hmm. sure she's American, but she's a very sheltered mm-hmm. Asian American tennis star. I don't mm-hmm. even know. I don't even know if she caught. Caught it before Corday, if you know what I mean. Right? Yeah, uh-huh. could have been the first. Mm. 
Because she's yep. acting like yep. she never had it before. Wait, she never acting, had it before. With, yeah. she, acting, she just lost it. Like, if you do the yeah. timeline, because he ain't no wild dude. Yeah. He's a conservative, intelligent, right. but he's still a rapper. He's still a brother. And yeah. he's still from the rap culture. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Like, like all of us. So, to my timeline, I'm not blaming him for nothing because my man, my man, um, Byron Kirkland, used to manage all the YBN fellas before they broke yeah. up. That's mm-hmm. my guy. Okay. Okay. He managed all of them. Yeah. So what I, but what I'm saying is, she gets with this guy. She's at the top of the game. Winning everything. Dismantling. Mm-hmm. Dismantling. Yep. She's yep. like, oh my God. Yep. She's going to rock. She's going to rule everything. Got Serena beat, Williams mad as hell. Beat Venus. Beat Serena. <laughs> beat Co- uh-huh. this, Just mm-hmm. blast the people. Taking out the goats. <laughs> then all of a sudden, she all in love. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They at the yeah. Met. They at the Met, Gallaudet. Yeah. They, on the, they at the you tour. Talking. You talking. They there. They there. They on Facebook. They on Instagram. Less tennis being talked about. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You talking right now. Romanticism is a wild thing because all the women are going to support you. Right? Your love. Yeah. You're in love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. women love that story. Rapper, yeah, that. rapper, te- celebrity, tennis players. You know, we love that mess. We just uh-huh. eat that mess all up, right? <laughs> and, that, and and the way and with and content wise, the core they talking about. Oh, they yeah. It's like common. It's like common and Serena again, Jai Light. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that's how it go, man. It, 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 yeah, that's, wow. yeah, that's crazy. That, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yo, you're dropping that's some real like jewels yeah, right crazy. now, yo. Like that's you really crazy. dropping some science right now. Yo, I try to get dig in, man. Everybody don't want to talk deep. You know what nah, I mean? Man, everybody nah, everybody want to be the boss. Nobody want to talk. Everybody want to be the boss. And I oh, like man, to, I like yeah. to interact with brothers and get a different view. Right? This yep. is how I'm seeing shit right now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know y'all see things very clearly. As well, that's because we, yeah, we ain't, we ain't got nobody paying us no money, so we, right. so we got time yeah. to think about. Who you telling? <laughs> we ain't got no controversy, so we got time to think about shit. Know. <laughs> it's easy to talk reckless when it, when it ain't no money. If you ain't yeah, nobody listening. No it's easy to talk. Right. <laughs> yeah. But more importantly, more importantly, Jr. We own this podcast. Yes. So we can say whatever the hell we want to say. <laughs> Which is a beautiful mm-hmm. thing that I, that I, I respect that, man. I, I respect that uh, 100%. I hope the platform um, continues to grow, um, you know. But um, what else What else we got? Why y'all got me on here? No, I, yeah. We got to the finals. We got to get to the yeah, finals, Yeah, we, we got to get, get into get the, the NBA finals. finals. Got to yeah. get into the finals, man. Um, 1-1, where you at, man? What's going on? Well. As you know, being from New York City, I've lived different places, but I'm I'm a New Yorker to the heart. Yeah, where I'm now. So I'm Come a Knicks on, fan. Say it. So say I can't it. really show that much love for the Celtics like that. Thank you. Know you. Thank, like, you. <laughs> Thank you. That like being a Cowboy fan from New York, being a Celtics fan from New York. I don't got nothing against them, but uh, we ain't grow up like that. You know. You know. You yeah. just pick that up when you when you when you met your shorty at college or whatever. She's from Philly. Like uh-huh. you know the deal. You know what I mean? Your shorty from Denver. Y'all move out to Denver. You was a Giants uh-huh. fan. Then, now your kids got on, uh, kids got on Broncos gear. Why you got me out in Colorado? Why you got me out in the mountains? Be a we, we, we Broncos crazy. fan. Uh-huh. 
over here That's rocking crazy. a rocky over here rocking a avalanche jersey and all this stuff. <laughs> looking all looking all crazy. <laughs> Reading my man's page, he's like, "Yeah, let's go Tatum, let's go Brown." I'm like. Man, so that's one strike against them. So I'll never root for them, dudes. Okay, facts, like, facts. But, but since two thousand, what was that when they made that run to the finals? Eighteen before when Kyrie was hurt. Uh huh. To the conference finals, yeah. Conference, yeah. I knew. This is what I didn't know. I said three things to myself back then. I said one, Kyrie Irving can't come back to this team, bro. Mm-hmm. After what I seen mm-hmm. in his game seven, when they almost yeah. beat Braun, I was like, he can't come back to this. They don't need him. Yeah. I, everybody was talking about, yo, they're going to be dope when Kyrie come back. I'm like, man, yo, one thing we never talk about anymore in sports, we always talk about this guy that is team chemistry. It's like a forgotten fucking. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's my number yeah. one thing on any list for teams. It's chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how Villanova beat Georgetown in 85. That's mm-hmm. how. That's how these things happen, bro. Chemistry. And, and how's it working out for the Nets these past couple of years with the chemistry? They, they, they don't have any. I've commented on your post many times. Like, I hear with that Nets stuff. They, Kyrie, get out of here with that. Oh, that was the biggest soap opera. Not to get off point, because I'm going to get back to the finals. Thing, yeah, but yeah, that yeah, was the biggest freaking, because y'all covered a lot of things the last six months, and I didn't get to speak to y'all about it. That was the uh-huh. biggest like joke I've ever seen and really right and I know people get so emotionally involved like vaccine not vaccine you know I really try to stay out of all of that it's like I went and got the vax and let me tell you why I got the vax because I went to the all I went to the all-star game in Colorado me and Rob like to do every year for baseball and um I called ahead of time I wasn't vaxxed yet because I was mm-hmm. good you know I wasn't, I wasn't vaxxed yet and they yeah. were like yo you they like yeah, unvaccinated media can do the outside interviews on the podium, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you can't do the one-on-ones. By the time I got there, everything was dead. You mm-hmm. unvaccinated? Oh, you can't even come in with it. So I was out there looking stupid with about three other people. Two of them was like, uh... from, two of them was like from Japan. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a baseball atmosphere. So I'm not only looking crazy, I'm the only black dude out there. In Colorado, yeah. Yeah. Everybody looking at me like, who this? Right. Like the boys about to beat your ass upside the head in a couple minutes, man. Uncredential, uncredential. You know, and you know me, I keep it a buck with a cap on, a hoodie. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Like it's like it's right. the 70s talking in about, New York City. Talking about our media. I'm here for every show. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Yo, hey, can, I, I, can I tell you one baseball story? Because you yeah. know, if I, go to, if I go to Yankee game tomorrow, if I go to Met game tomorrow, it don't matter if I got 20 credentials around my neck, right? Yep. The, the white dude that got no credentials that's not a reporter in any way, is going to walk right past that Hispanic lady that mm. sits at the door, guarding the door like Fort Knox, Knox right? Mm. He just walked mm. right in. I can have a slick rick amount of ID passes. Right, right. And, and, and they're going to still say, oh, hold up a minute, and go like right. this, and stare at right. that joint, bro. Mm. Mm. They, mm. Right. Yo, they do that to Rob still. Crazy. Rob Parker, that sounds crazy. That's, that's crazy. In certain places, with with 
I'm yeah. and I'm talking about the the the, the slight <laughs> bias that you have to deal with. It ain't the people that run the organization. It be the normal person that's just a security guard out there making sure mm. the wrong people don't go in there. But I've mm. been around dudes that were not white guys that were not media, nothing. They walk right into the freaking locker room. Mm-hmm. I've been questioned every time. Question. They still looking at you after you come out the locker room. Like, then you walk up. This is baseball. Then you walk up the thing. Everybody just staring at your ID. Yeah. You yeah. People don't really realize how it is sometimes. Be a black reporter in baseball, this, that, and then be a dude that I'm not licking, I'm not licking any ass. Yeah. Yeah. On no, on no day. Um, yeah. 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 I've been in the game too long. Whether mm-hmm. you know me or not, I've been in the game too long, right? Like right, I yeah. said, everything right. professional, everything respectful, but all that other stuff, it is what it is, bro. You know? Mm. Yeah, I feel mm. you. I feel One you. One day me and Kanye mm. gonna start a business. Everything be all right. All right, so, talk your <laughs> shit. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey y'all, might, y'all, might, y'all might buy the Broncos at, at some point. You know we trying <laughs> to, you know we, you know we trying to cop the Broncos, right? <laughs> Yeah, I know him and him and AB, but back to Golden State, fellas, not yep. to hold up your show. I do, I like Golden State to win. I, I always I said it was gonna go seven because this is what you gotta understand. The Celtics, regardless of what the Golden State is doing, they have two of the best young players in the league. Two of the best young players we've seen in a long time. Not you know, in, in some time. Yeah, I feel you. Cause cause you don't get two guys like that in their twenties. It's growing right. together. That's, yeah, why I say, right. that's why I say two of the best we've seen in a long time. John Moran, he you know, he by himself. Luca by himself. He's got, yeah. mm-hmm. got two studs that yeah. are now not even young anymore. Mm-hmm. They, they bets now. Yeah. And they got experience. No, They've been in the conference no finals. It ain't no way mm-hmm. those two guys don't figure out a way to win at least one in right. the next three years. With that coach. Yeah. With those two guys, watch. Think times is changing. Clay, he old and he yeah. he done. He is finito. Give me a couple of threes, but you're done. You're shot. I I, I see it. Right. Steph's old. Yeah. Those dudes play a hundred games a year for the last what eight seasons. Eight seasons. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. Like LeBron, he gone. Harden's done. Um, all these guys. Those two guys right there. Show me a team that has yeah. two guys. That can match Brown and Tatum. Energy. Yeah. That's you just put the right pieces around those guys. Also, also, mm-hmm. the most important thing is the experience. These dudes went to the conference finals four years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got experience. Yeah. They a problem. They yeah, just needed a good coach. They had a bullshit yeah. coach. Yeah. They had Shout an out. executive that was master. They had a college coach slash NBA executive. That was masquerading as a as an NBA coach. Yeah, like, shout out to Neil Long. Yeah. So how strategic yeah. do you think that is that Brad Stevens says, all right, I'm done coaching. Let me step up and then bring a coach. Or that probably was just a part of the plan, you think? No, I think ownership said, look, we love you. You're not getting it done, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but but you know, but you're you're what I call WBG is a difference. You're a white boy genius. Yeah. Different type of genius because they all geniuses. You know that. Yeah. Eric, the enemy's stupid as fuck, but they all geniuses, right? Eric, right. the enemy's stupid. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like the, the team that Byron Leftwich played for can't even get a job yeah. with the yeah. same team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised at all, fellas, if the Celtics pulled this out. But Golden State just looks too well-oiled. Oh, yeah. 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 With, with too many weapons, right? The, the only reason why that first game got away is because I think guys got caught up in that Steph Curry MVP shit and forgot to just go out and fucking win. And play, whoever play. wins the MVP yeah. will win the fucking mm, MVP, bro. Right, right. 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 You know, we don't need right. to do nothing. Right. You can't do that against the Celtics, man. You, you, mm, you, right, you have right. to have 10 toes and you play that same ball you've been playing every year. Wiggins, give me 15. Uh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Jordan Poole. Rooney, mm. grab me 16 rebounds this game. I need yeah. 16 rebounds from you this game. Jordan Poole, we know you're going to be up and down. You've never been in no situation yeah. like this. I right. knew he was going to be right. inconsistent. Right. Give me one 30-point game when Draymond shoots his usual two for eleven, right? But plays mm-hmm. his good, but plays his good distribution game, his mental game. Talking shit. Ref scared to even call a tech on him no more. He he won right. that one. Yeah, he won almost, that one. It's too redundant now. That was yeah. the best yeah. picking on him. So he, he what what he basically said was, I stayed true to my asshole ways. Like we were talking about. And now they accept me for accept who I him. am. Mm-hmm. They scared to you throw him out. No freer than that. They scared yeah. to throw him out. Yeah, yeah. And 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 it don't help that Horford got twenty six in game one. Marcus Smart had like eighteen in so game one. And what's the and what's the white boy? What's the white boy for Boston? Derek White. He got like white, yeah. what eighteen <laughs> points in that yeah. game. Like yeah. 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 And you know that's not happening much. So no, yeah. no. About freedom, and, I, I think it's going seven. I like Golden State and mm-hmm. seven. I agree with you. I would not be surprised, bro. If if I got if, him in six, if the Celtics could, damn, it's just that Tatum is so inconsistent sometimes, man. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have to be right. If right, like when LeBron was younger, he wasn't as inconsistent. Shooting, I know he was young and healthy because yeah. he he didn't do all those jump shots and those fadeaway threes. Right. He was just killing dudes. He was yeah, young, right. I was watching his game six. I was watching his game six when Miami was down three two. Yeah, really? mm-hmm. those po- those mm-hmm. post moves. I almost forgot what that shit looked like. Yeah, <laughs> nobody <laughs> they don't that. have it. No, LeBron they don't have it. LeBron and KG. Mm-hmm. Go go watch LeBron versus KG. Because we haven't seen that probably in the last eight, nine years. Nobody played like that. Yeah. How they was going, they two point shots that they were going at baseline. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Up, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was the that was the 45 and 10 game. Yeah. Y'all say yeah. they more y'all say they more skilled now. I mean, I don't know, bro. I was looking at those two twos go at it. Nobody got post moves like that. Nobody can maneuver 10 feet and in like like those guys were doing against each other back then. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. I, see, my, my, yeah. That's my argument. But see, I mean, I, I kind of can't blame the youngins because it's clear that they want points. So it's like they want the NBA want points. I've been telling traders for years, man. They, they not gonna be happy until somebody scored two hundred points in a fucking game. They not yeah. gonna be happy. They're they not. gonna just, they just want Bama's going from half court and throwing it in the air, like yeah, until the playoffs. That had that half court shot, Jordan Poole could have gotten closer. He decided, 
I don't want to get no closer, and I'm gonna just throw it in the air and see what happens. One thing I must, I have to say, and I love Steph Curry, and I'm not, I'm not one of those guys like my man Rob Parker who try to diss Curry and talk about he don't really show up in the late minutes and things of that nature. I will say this: the problem a lot of people have with Curry is. He has hit some very clutch shots in his career, but yeah. it's quite obvious that he's way looser when his team is up. He loved the, he liked mm-hmm. the pour on. Yeah, he a, he yeah. a pour on type of dude. Like he yeah, don't shoot them, right. he don't shoot them right. half when, when the game is tight. He don't shoot. He ain't going like that. Jumpers hit front rim sometimes. Jumpers hit front rim. All that I watched the game. I watched him in the last minute. Now I'm not taking nothing from his greatness, and I'm definitely not. Riding with those guys that say he's not clutch. And he definitely yeah. deserved the MVP over Eagle Dollar. That was disrespectful. <laughs> just to, no, just to say, how you gonna give it to a, like a six man B? Six on. man. <laughs> and you know what the excuse was? Oh, he guarded LeBron. LeBron. He guarded LeBron, and LeBron was still getting yeah. off in that series. Yeah, they could come up with anything, right? They could mm. that's like giving Michael Cooper the the the, the, the um conference the yeah. finals MVP. Because yeah, he locked down yeah. Bird. Because he, he checked up Bird. He held yeah, Bird man. in 22. So we're going to give Michael man. Cooper, fuck Kareem, Magic. Right, we're right, going to give Michael right. Cooper the MVP. Right. <laughs> knowing knowing no. that, that a conference MVP is for superstars, because the way, they, the way the game played now, Mm-hmm. You need those accolades to be in you the conversation. You need them moments, dog. There's no way these, no disrespect to the to the second tier of players and below. Yep. MVPs ain't meant for them unless they have that kind of performance. It ain't Period. meant for them, bro. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Unless Period. You, unless you a rookie that dropped forty four playing center. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what we yeah. doing? Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't respect that shit neither. But I, I agree with you 100. My as far as Steph Curry goes, the thing about that that Steph Curry thing, his thing is is that he trying to kill you in the third and go sit down. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. thing. That's that's the real shit. Like, mm-hmm. no, he's not used to having to be clutch because by the third quarter he done shot your fucking face off. Yeah, and that's the, right. Yeah, yeah and, right. and that and that be the shit. I just watched it the uh what uh. Other day, I'm watching one of them games. I'm like, they just he just shoots your face off in the third. It's yeah. no, it's no the third they just had it um Sunday. They went crazy in the third, mm-hmm. and then they they had their reserves and they chilling. You go down, you, know. you go down against those guys. They go, and then they start chucking them half court shots. That's pretty much the death with the death blow. Yeah, you know they, they let yeah. you know yeah. the coffee closing. Yeah, we shooting we shooting yeah. forty footers. That means we're not Just taking the game crazy. no more. And, and yeah. them joints is going down. <laughs> and they going in. They going come in, back yeah. Tomorrow. Come back. Yo, with, with 10 minutes in the game, you knew. Come back tomorrow, Boston. Right, right, right. Yeah. Jordan Poole hit that shot. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Just come I'm, back I'm, tomorrow. I muted the game. I muted the game. I, I, I muted it. <laughs> I muted it. I went and did something else. No, I knew that shit but, was over. But Boston going yeah. to be a different. Boston going to be a different beast. They go, I think Boston going to take a game in Boston. Yeah, I agree with that. Game Boston. Yeah, um, I think it's tied two two after Game yeah. Four. It's close series. I like I like this series because I like Boston's the underdog, but you never know if Tatum and Brown yeah. can mm-hmm. click for three games in a row. I never see them click for three games in a row. They're the most inconsistent exactly. I've ever seen in my life. But yep. yeah, 
if they could just catch lightning in a bottle three games in a row and, and allow Marcus Smart to just play defense, I, I really don't need you shooting like that, bro. Shooting yeah. at all. My man, my man trying all. to shoot threes. <laughs> no, no. Play your Patrick Bev and do your, you know what I mean? Play your Pat yeah. Bev to perfect mm-hmm. and win your, and win your championship, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Because no one's going to remember you for anything else, really, once it's yeah. all said and done, except being and, on and that look, 2022 championship Celtics team that beat Golden State. That being goes, oh. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah, ever- and this is why this is why I got this series going seven, because I just think Boston's defense is just too good for them to be in a gentleman's sweep or even, you know, go out in six games. I just think I combined with the defense with Tatum and even though they are inconsistent. That dude is the dog. I mean, a lot yes. of people don't categorize him that way, but we on this podcast, we see it. We we, we acknowledge it. Jason Tatum is that dog. You the man on the NBA, on a team on the NBA Finals. How you not a dog? You the yeah. man right. on an NBA Finals team. Every every star player on any team I can ever remember that went to the NBA Finals was a dog in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. the, even the 04 Pistons had some dogs. Oh, on that team, they had. Oh, they, but they I mean, they had, that was a than, dog. Yeah, that was a dog team. Yeah, yeah, that was a dog team. Now that, yeah. Only John thing I'll say, Edward, please. Ooh. Isaiah was the biggest dog of them all. Oh, Isaiah was the meanest, nastiest son of a. You mm-hmm. ever seen? Thing I say about Jay, about Tatum is for me. I don't. I don't ever want to see Jay Tatum having a fucking 16 assist game. I don't ever want to see it. I know they won. I don't ever want to see it again. I don't I don't ever want to see it. Um yeah, he a dog and 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 for me for me like I guess I got to put him I, I think we talked about this trade a couple weeks ago. Was he a yeah. top 10 player in the NBA? He's a top and 10 player, yeah. 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 He got to be. He got to be. He's a top 10 player. Yep. To my knowledge, to my knowledge, dude has had a sixty-point game before, right? Yes, he has. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the resume there. Yeah. 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 The resume is there, and remember, how old is he again? Like twenty-four. Yeah, twenty-four. That's kind of scary, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of scary. It's think think about it. Twenty-four. You just really getting your feet wet, bro. Like we we. Dudes like LeBron, these phenoms, they, they're, they're one in a million. Because a lot of kids, you know, do one year. They don't. They ain't shit when they get to the league. They ain't even ready. Mm-hmm. And some of them, they never get ready because they left too early. A lot of them just get their money and they just run around with chicks all day long and really don't play. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, yeah. So right, they, right. On Instagram, running around with models. But they ain't really, they're not ready. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Jr. James so different, you know. That's what makes a LeBron James different, a, um, a Kobe Bryant different. It's only uh, certain. It's only certain players, man. It's only 18, like 19. I'm here to play ball. Woo. Like I'm here so, to play ball. That's what I'm here to do. So what I'm hearing from you, Jr., is that this this incarnation of the Celtics might be the next dynasty. Because if that's what you're saying, I'm 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 scared for that, bro. I don't know if I want to use the word dynasty. Because it's it's so hard to keep getting back. Keep like, yeah. right. Golden right. State, um, yeah. that little Miami run, LeBron yeah. Cleveland run, it really gave us a false sense of how it works. Because I think that once this last Golden State attempt is over, they might yeah. be able to run it back next year, win or lose, they might be able to get to the same spot. 
Those guys is getting old, though. They're definitely slowing down. Yeah. And yep. we don't really yeah. know. We don't know Kaminga's next step. Right. We don't know right. if Jordan Poole's a one or he has the benefit is... of being a, right. a dope-ass player that right. gets to with dudes that three other people that guard him before they worry about you, bro. You know? Mm-hmm. And then yep. you're playing with a genius point forward who, you know. Old as hell, too. I mean, he... He know exactly what to do, yeah. how to play basketball. Like he knows he's offensively inept, Draymond yeah. Green. Yeah, but he makes up for it by putting everybody in position to win. And I, I like Golden State because to me they remind me of a hybrid team. Like the Celtics mm. look like a new age squad to me. Yeah, right. Like. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna chuck 33s and you only got two jump shooters that can hit three, right? But y'all still gonna show y'all still gonna right. chuck 33. This shit is ridiculous. Right. Without the Why first is shooting? Throw, right? <laughs> Without the first jump shooter. Yeah. Fuck it. Maybe Al Horford will hit eight today. Yeah. Right? But it's most crazy. likely he won't. That's why you don't win the series, though, right? Like most exactly. likely he won't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, go to state, fooled everybody because people blinked. And Steve Kerr flipped the game back to old school basketball. Exactly. He's like, he said, nah, y'all can keep doing what we did in 2015. I'm going to go get me get me some athleticism on the wing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get me some size. I'm going to yep. keep a couple dudes that can't score a lick like Looney, but can get me 16, 17 rebounds 17. on a bad night. He's not shooting good. Right? And still getting you 12. And if he getting you 12 points, six for six, like, come on, man. I got everything. I got size. They got everything. There's no weaknesses, right? The only weakness is, are they going to try to force Curry to MVP? I'm telling you, that's the yeah. only mm-hmm. thing that Golden State, I think, really has to worry about. Because I think Boston will be right back next year. With this coach, yeah. scratch what happened with Stevens. Now's the start of the yeah. Boston era. That was like a fluky. They got to the finals. It showed you they got a lot of talent. This yeah. is the beginning. With this coach, this culture, That's scary. these two guys, trust me, there's going to be other guys they put around them that's better than this bullshit cast they have now. I'm right. telling you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One right. thing I'll say, problem. one thing I'll say about Golden State, even though this appears to be, well, not appears, they're getting older mm-hmm. and, you know, the end of the line is near from them. For sure. This, this Golden State front office can be very sneaky come the off season. I mean, you saw, you saw it when they got Durant after yeah. they, you know, came back on Oklahoma City. You saw right. that. They they could be very sneaky and maybe, you know, grab one of these guys that's up for free agency or maybe make a trade that nobody's thinking about. So, they're very I, smart. I yeah. mean, just look at the rookies. They look at the look at how they've been able to draft these players that to yeah. fit these perfect pieces and Wiseman ain't even, you know, I I don't know if Wiseman will ever be healthy, because some dudes just don't get healthy, you know? It's like two, three years pass, and you're like, oh, shit. Right. He, right. he was supposed to be, what happened? Like, he was supposed you know, to be the man, yeah. Like, I'm glad I was, I'm glad Embiid was able to actually play. A lot of dudes get hurt that, that big like that, and they never get mm-hmm. on the court. He's actually right. been able to put together some dynamite seasons, but what you do know, his window closes. Because yeah. he's not going to be healthy consistently. He's not going to play. give you more than 50 games, okay? Yeah. yeah. He's just not. Yeah. So yeah. now's the time. Yeah. And Facts. as far as 
Durant and the Nets, I, I got to talk about the Nets. They, they blew a huge opportunity because the league was right for the pickings last year. Last year. And this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. But it ain't going to be like that next year, baby. It's a new day. I'm telling you, the, 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 it's changing, bro. I'm telling yeah. you, people, people going to move around, right? Like, imagine Donovan Mitchell joins the Celtics. You get Shoot. rid of Smart. You bring in, or you keep Smart for defense, but you bring in somebody like Donovan Mitchell in that yeah. backcourt. Yeah. Now, now we got a oh. problem, right? That's a problem. Yeah, my, 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 my Knicks got to get it right. <laughs> But it can happen, right? Yeah, um, that can have. That's more, way more likely to happen than the Knicks getting Donovan Mitchell. That's for mm-hmm. sure. But, yeah. but why? But why? The Knicks need to stop. They don't have the team yet to be wasting great players. I'm gonna let, let Trey Nick y'all. I'm don't man Trey gonna Nick you out, Slim. I'm trying to tell you, Trey Look, gonna Nick like, you out right like now. Like Donovan Mitchell comes to the Knicks, though, Trey. You know that's still a forty win team. Yeah. Um. But what are you giving up for Donovan Mitchell? Right. I don't even. I don't like the piece. The Knicks have one legit player, bro. RJ Barrett, like one. Yeah, one and I don't want to give up RJ Barrett right now. I don't want to do that. I agree. I agree. I, he's blossoming, but they need a lot more talent. My God, they don't have. Yeah. They don't they really do. have any talent. They do. They need talent. to. They need to get rid of. They need to find a way to trade Julius Randle. Yep, I said it. They need to find a way to trade Julius Randle. They need to get Alec Burke off the roster. Uh, sign Mitchell Robinson because that dude, you know, I know he, you know, gets hurt a lot, but that dude can play defense. That dude is really good in, the, uh, you know, in the paint, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 Thibodeau just needs to let these young cats get some burn. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> they need to, I mean, they need to get burned. It's like uh, pointless sometimes with him coaching. You know, he's not gonna play the young boys. You got Cam Reddish. You got um RJ. When we got when the Knicks got Cam Reddish, if y'all remember, he was coming off like two 30 point games because Trey was out. Mm-hmm. Well, not Trey, yep. no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey or the four with the four Trey. Collins. One, one that were out. Trey was out, so yeah. they needed another scorer, right? Yeah. This yep. is my thing. What are we looking at here? So you let the guy get the ball, he gives you one 30 point game, then he gives you another 30 point game, and you know what the NBA is about. You got eight dudes on your team that could probably score 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. Only two guys got the green goddamn light to do it. So, right. the, so, so these goofy reporters try to tell you the other six ain't shit. When if you send them to another team, he can average 22 a game too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at the, I look at the stats every single season of um, points per game, average leaders. What is the direct correlation between points per game? Shots per game. It's pretty Shots. simple. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Tom, Tom Thibodeau was a dinosaur in this league. Like he, <laughs> like he can't, he can't coach in this league anymore. He can't. <laughs> and I don't want to see Dan Tony either. Because you know what they call Dan Tony? You know what Dan Tony's system really is now? Coach is drunk. Mm, yeah. We can do what we want. That's yeah. really mm-hmm. the system. That's the equivalent of coaches drunk. Yeah, Charlotte trying to get him. <laughs> right. I don't know if you heard that. The Hornets trying to get D'Antoni, but I'm sure Melo Ball want him. Did I'm sure every last Ubre. I'm sure every last damn play on that team mm-hmm. wants yeah. D'Antoni to come. Yeah. Because you know what happens yeah. once D'Antoni's your coach? You don't got to worry about nobody saying nothing about winning no championship because they know you're not yeah. right. Yeah, but 
But you score. about to be an all-star. You about to yeah. they about to start calling you the best player in the game like they did Harden. Remember when he was mm-hmm. right. triple yep. doubles on that? Mm-hmm. No yep. damn well mm-hmm. he wasn't no best player. Mm-hmm. And they and, and they mm-hmm. ain't about to play no defense whatsoever. No D. No D. Hey, JR, one yes, last sir. thing from one last thing for me. Um, sure. and we can wrap this up. Um okay. so I the the website, MLBbro.com. Um yes, you're you're one of the senior uh, staff people on the website, then uh, obviously this is a, a website owned by, you know, the man himself, Rob Parker. Um, give me give me some names of some black players in, in baseball right now that uh, we need to be looking out for right now. OK, well, I'm a co-owner of MLPBurber.com. Talk your shit. <laughs> I love it. Talk your shit. I love it. I love it. <laughs> But yes, it is the majority owner is the man, the myth himself, Big RP from Queen. Shout out to the so, homie. <laughs> yes, who we all love dearly. He, you know, he's one of the nicest guys I think I ever met in my life. You walk around baseball stadiums with this guy anywhere he's covered baseball, Cincinnati, um, um, all about Cleveland, anywhere he's covered baseball, New York, yep. and they all know him. Every time I go to, you know, all star game, he walked through the stadium, you know, it's like he's the Jay-Z, uh, you know, of baseball, you know? Might huh. not get that same love in the NBA. Won't get the same love in the NBA stadium. Like, people know him or NBA arena or football stadium, but baseball stadiums? Yeah. Everybody yeah. know this guy, Rob Parker. It was crazy walking with him in, in, like, Cincinnati, Cleveland, places like that, Middle America, where they're really into baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's on He's on some next level, right? It's, that's that's it's what's up. Different. That's what's up. Problem Who's- is... The groupies ain't the same in baseball, so it don't matter. It's a bunch of old fat white guys with beer in their hand, asking for oh. pictures, right? It's a little oh. different. It's a little yeah. different hanging out with, yeah. with uh with, with Wade or you know or, or somebody of that kind. <laughs> <laughs> a little different hanging out with Stephen A. at the at the at the Lakers game uh, or in South Beach. But hey, mm, yeah, so, yeah. So my my baseball players, you asked me about, right? Yep. So I have five favorite guys that that I really like, and that because um, you know MLB Bro, we cover most you know black and brown players. It's very important. We yep. cover the seven point two percent of black and brown players in baseball. You know that number mm-hmm. is dramatically increased, uh, de- decreased over the years. Decrease, but because of th- a lot of things that people don't know about, like MLB's diversity programs, um, who my son has been a part of. Uh, for years, um, they have you know Ben Griffey Jr., Willie Randolph, all the Eric Davis, all the greats come down there and they get these kids together and they 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 uh, track their progress, they train them, they 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 produce the fifth major leaguer from that program, which just started in two fifteen, just hit the major leagues. Alex Thomas. So you have a guy named Cal Mitchell, mm-hmm. Alex Thomas. These all this year. Hunter Green was the first player ever drafted from MLB's diversity program. So he's wow. a banner draft pick. Um, who are the other two? Um, Money Mike Harris was the fourth from Atlanta Braves. Uh-huh. And, then, and then a fifth guy came up. Um, who's the fifth guy that, that came up? We got Hunter. Well, I can't remember off the top. Is it a Tommy fan? Is it Tommy fan? No, 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 no. Oh, Tommy, okay. Shout, Tommy shout out to Tommy Fam. Yeah, he, he's been in the game a while. Oh, Tommy Fam, bro, kept it gangsters. They, they don't want none of that in baseball. Tommy Fam won't have a job next year, unfortunately, fellas. But um, why? Because he slapped uh, Jock Peterson. Hot take. I said that's hot take. Hot take. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Okay. <laughs> no, that, that I mean that's a reasonable take. He smacked the Bama on. Yeah, that's, that's reasonable. And yeah. he's on the Reds. And he's on Last Destination team, right? Yeah. And yeah. then and then Trey, let me give you a little more info because I don't know how deeply I know y'all cover baseball, but remember, Tommy Pham was the guy that's that said he signed with the Reds just to get his numbers. I never heard nobody say nothing like that. Oh shit. Go Google that. Oh wow. I like this dude. Year, they did an interview with Tommy Pham. I wrote about this for MLB. And the rest is some trash this he year. He straight up <laughs> said, yo, I don't care. I'm running out of time. Yep. I'm here to get my numbers. He said this and nothing else. Mm, mm, I'm here to mm, get my numbers. I was like, oh. I like Tommy that dude. Pham, he, he's a nigga fed up. Part yeah. of my language. Uh-huh. But I use that word never. on purpose. He a nigga yeah. that's fed up with the MLB game. He's like, you know what? I yeah. did this your way. Y'all send me up. Send me down. I hit 20 home runs. Y'all send me down. I go to St. Louis. I help y'all win. Y'all trade me. I go to San Diego. I help y'all win. Y'all trade me. The game bullshit. I, yeah. I'm, going, I'm getting my numbers. I want a contract. Time is ticking. I need $140 million lick. That's all. That's yep. not even big money in baseball. I need mm-hmm. a $40 million lick yep. before, he, on the way out the door. And he going to get that <laughs> money because some contracts is guaranteed. He going to get that money. <laughs> he is. Tim Anderson. He might be my That's favorite baseball player off a of GP right there. <laughs> Yo, fam's a fam's a monster. So he's trying to get his money and he's smacking the shit out of dude during batting practice. I mean, don't play about my money over over fantasy don't play football. About my money. <laughs> don't play about my money. It's unprecedented what that man has done. He got to be a hero in the black community because he smacked yeah. the shit out. <laughs> yeah, he a hero in my book. He a hero in my Yo, book. Hey, I might cop his. I might cop his jersey. Out of a white professional baseball player mm-hmm. and didn't end the night in no handcuffs. Tommy Fan. Yeah. That's a and, and and Jock Peterson ain't do a damn thing to him. He ate it. Because yeah. you know why? Because he was wrong. He just didn't know he was gonna get the shit smacked out of him. You know he yeah. was wrong. Yep. He you know, he's doing that, he's doing that little uh, think everything a game. Cause just because you're a grown man playing a boys game, don't man we playing boys. Games, boy, games, yeah, that's a fact. Well, my favorite on the way out, fellas. This, yep. is on the way out, I, I really appreciate y'all having me on. I had a blast. I, I've been wanting to speak to y'all. I knew exactly the vibe the yes, conversation was gonna have. I yes. just knew it. So I was happy when y'all reached out. Um, Tim Anderson is my number one player. I tell you, I give you one. Tim Anderson is the one of the best all around players in the game. He's a yep. throwback player. We don't have many throwback players anymore. He's not about just hitting home runs. He he hits three hundred every year. Uh, he already has a batting title. Um, he steals bases. He would steal more if it was allowed anymore, mm, right? Yeah. He steals bases. What does it Tim Anderson do? And if you mess with him, he'll flip you off. Yeah, mm. like uh, Donaldson tried to mess with him a couple Plain weeks ago. Simple. Yeah. Yep. He'll flip yeah. you off. Mookie Betts is my number two favorite. Of what- Everybody love Mookie. Mookie. Yeah. What can you say? What can you say about yeah. the dude? 30, 30. I just say I just say like that. He played for the Red Sox. But other than that, I, he's, a, he's a great player. Oh. Yeah. Now that he doesn't play for the Sox, we can cheer for him. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, he, was definitely, he was definitely an enemy, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and the guy you don't want to see up at the plate. But 30-30, MVP, everywhere he goes, it seems like he wins championships. Yeah. Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't healthy last year. Dodgers did nothing, right? Mm-hmm. He's healthy yep. again this year. He's on a record pace of, for runs, like most runs score in the last – 30, 40, 40 years. Um, another underappreciated player. He's a gold glove outfielder. And I'll give you a little nugget. Last year, fellas, 
Remember when he was rehabbing? What position did he play, Trey? Do you remember? Uh, don't. They Remind brought him me. into the infield. He played second base for two games and was nice with it. A lot of uh -huh. people missed that. Yeah, so uh -huh. Wookie's something okay. special, right? Okay. My third, Juan Soto, um, Washington National. He's just simply probably the best technically sound hitter in baseball right mm -hmm. now. My man Bo Porter, former manager for the Astros, who's um, MLB's director of coaching development and, um, you know, also announced on MLB Network from time to time. He, you know, he worked with the Nationals as, an, as a broadcaster the year they won the World. He was on Masson the year they won the mm -hmm. um, World Series. He did great analysis. He loved Juan Holder. He calls calls Juan Soto the best hit in the game. He can hit every quadrant or ball pitch to him. He is no pitch he can't hit. He has a great eye, tremendous power opposite field, tremendous pull power. He's gonna be winning batting titles for years to come, and he's young and he's just a dog. Um, Ronald Acuna, Cunha, probably my favorite player. Mm -hmm. people, Atlanta Braves. Yeah. What people miss is that dude is twenty three. He's already had a 41 home or 37 steal season, bro. Mm. Okay? That's like Ricky Henderson 2.0. He on his way. Yeah. yeah. He on his yeah. way to something special. And, yeah. And he got a chip on his shoulder because how would you feel, right? If I show you, you, you got sick. Your mm. partner got through the show on his own for a month. You come back, he done got a deal, secured a deal with Joe Button podcast station. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and gonna move some furniture. <laughs> Duke got hurt. They go win a World Series. That that ain't good negotiating um ground for him. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, win without me. Right, right. Trey, right, Trey right. say, "Yo, you'd be not, you'd never be nothing without me." I'm like, well, we got I got two point five million dollar deal on the table. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. You you been uh -huh. out all week, bro. You uh -huh. you been out all week. I got two point five million dollars. That's all right. We still we gonna move furniture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My, my last favorite player because you got to name a pitcher. Yeah, uh, and you got to name a black pitcher. Tristan McKenzie from the Cleveland Indians. If you don't know him, check him out. He's from Brooklyn. He's Jamaican. His father, mm. and you know, they ain't know nothing about baseball when he came up. His father came up in Brooklyn, moved from Jamaica in the eighties. He's yep. a big time Dwight Gooden fan. Taught okay. Tristan McKenzie everything he needed to know. Yeah, shout out, shout out Flatbush. Yep. Yeah. Here you go. So it was a great story. So he's from Brooklyn. He's Jamaican. And he's throwing pellets out there on the mound. He, he, well, he struck out like eight in a row last year at mm -hmm. one point. Almost had a no-hitter. He's electricity every time he steps on the mound. So black pitchers on the come up. Hunter Green, Tristan McKenzie, Josiah Gray Sway from our Washington Nationals. Um... Devin Williams, a pitcher from the Brewers, he throws a pitch called an airbender. Got the best changeup in the game. Check him out. Mm. You know, back, back baseball, baby. It's coming. They just don't treat us well enough for all of us to embrace it. Because right. we would. Because we black. We like sports, period. You paying? We playing. We playing. That's a fact. And I pay to come see you, too. I pay to come see you. That's for it. Sure. That's if it. they got brothers on the field. Sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest problem. We ain't coming if you ain't got no brothers on the field. Right. 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 Yep. Yep. Right. I can't I can't get I can't get Day Day and Lamar to come to the Mets game to watch uh to watch Lindor and a bunch of white dudes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah. They, they're gonna be like, come on, man. Come on. 
<laughs> yeah, I ain't sitting there. Yeah, facts. JR, no, man, this no was stolen dope. bases, no stolen bases, no excitement. Nah, man. <laughs> right. That's just uh-huh. not me. But, you know, I love the game. But thank you. So, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. This was a, dope. Give us a this plug one more time, man. Give us a plug one more time before we let you go. Okay, man. You know, Jay Gamble, the gambler, aka the gambler. You can check us out. You can check out every day. If it's not a specific article I wrote, I drive the culture, the content, the shadow league. Dot com. We could always use more people just taking a chance on us, checking out our stories, checking out our eyes. You come to find we probably relate to a lot of ways that you relate. The problem is with all these different mediums, sometimes you don't really know who to go to to get the real. But right. still, yeah, 10 years Shadow League, um, NLBbro.com, check out. And um, on the low low, check out UrbanSpotlight.com too. Mm. All right. On That's the low. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. JR, this was dope, man. Um, Really appreciate you coming on the platform, dropping some jewels, man. And uh, we definitely got to do this again sometime. We do. Great show, fellas. Please keep up the good work. You definitely got a fan in me. Now, I'm going to keep helping promote y'all, keep helping y'all grow. Because, you know, good, 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 solid sports minds like y'all really need bigger platforms, man. It's too much garbage in the platform, man. Y'all need more space to grow. And do your thing, and I, I wish y'all the best. And anybody I speak to, I will speak highly of your show and of what you do. Again, check us out on the shadowleague.com, MLBbro.com, Black and Brown Baseball, Shadow League, Sports and Culture, of course, since 2012. And um, thank thank you guys. Thank you very much. Hey man, you. salute, man. Appreciate yeah. you, bro. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. All right. Appreciate it, man. All right, uh, be safe love. out here, man. Till yes, next sir, time. Love. Cool. No yes, doubt. Sir, be safe out there. Be thank safe you. in them Stay streets, here. man. But, I don't uh, go out. Wife don't let me out. <laughs> <laughs> don't let me out. Don't let I me love out. it. Bro. I told you, them days is over. Don't broad I'm, I'm, I'm washed, B. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just, in the sports, I'm in my sports bunker, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Cursing, at the, cursing at the wall and beating my kid. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you got the basement window right there behind you, man. <laughs> yeah, there's my little office right here. You know, little office. That's the little. That's the AC. That's that's really the um, window to the outside. So I'm up, I'm upstairs. Actually, not, not downstairs. And usually my cat is sleeping. Um, yeah, I saw the cat. Yeah, we, we I peeped the cat. We peeped it. We peeped it. You know I don't like cats, right? But that's the story for another day. I'm a dog guy. <laughs> I got sucked into wow. it. Wow. My dog is right. on the cat. That's a, we'll talk later about that. You know what I mean? No doubt, no doubt man. Love, yeah, love, love. Love. We, we see love. you around, man. Yep. All so, right. So no. All right, no doubt. Work, All right, you too, man. No Bye. doubt, no doubt, man. Uh, that's that's the homie uh, Jr. Gamble. Make sure Shout y'all out check to the his... homie, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all check him out. Uh, theshadowleague.com, also mlbbro.com as well. Um, some good articles, um, particularly on Shadow League. Some some good stuff. Good stuff, especially sure. with the Antonio sure. Brown stuff for certain man. Um, special shout out to uh, the Facebook live chat i didn't even get a chance to do that but you know he was he was just dropping gems all over the place but uh shout out shout out Ooh, yeah, mo- yeah shout out yeah mo cheese uh chief rocker jersey Vern, the homie Keith up? up in here uh appreciate, appreciate everybody tuning in uh yeah check that man out man check that i actually put the uh website in the facebook live chat for y'all so uh so we appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Uh, it's about that time, man. Uh, let's let's, let's yeah, wrap man. this thing up, man. Uh, we we appreciate it again. Um, check us out on the social media platforms. 
the Facebook page, the YouTube channel, um, Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2, Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And if you got questions or comments about the show, just hit us up on the email. It's Barbershop Sports Talk 1 at gmail.com. So uh, another one in the books, man. Uh, yeah, man. Programming, programming note, um, we are off next week, uh, but we'll be back the following week with hopefully another guest, um, you know, stopping through the barbershop. And, uh, you know, we, we just going to keep rolling around, man. Uh, 2020, 2022 has been a great year so far. Yeah, man. Uh, let's keep it going. No doubt. No doubt. All right, folks. Y'all have a great week and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Peace. Love.